Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend, and welcome back to the conversation and this quotable Monday. If you're new to the Align Self podcast, every Monday I make an attempt to feature a quote that has been meaningful to me or might be meaningful to you, and then I dive deeper in it and give you my perspective on it and hopefully uh, expand the idea. In this episode, I'm sharing a quote from this dude uh, named Buddha. He says this, In the sky there is no distinction of east and west. People create distinctions out of their own minds and then believe them to be true. Let me read that again. In the sky, there is no distinction of east and west. People create distinctions out of their own minds, then believe them to be true. This gives us a certain amount of uh, agency in creating our reality. And in understanding that we create distinctions and then make them true in our experience, gives us insight to how we create our perspective, how we create our worlds. Recently, I was talking to a friend of mine in Canada. He was concerned because he had heard this news about the federal government coming in and uh, kind of doing battle with Texas because Texas was making a stand on the southern border and uh, they didn't like it. And they said they were going to come in and tear down. He thought that he wanted to know if this was true or whether it was fake news. I mean, you have to ask nowadays, don't you? And I confirmed that, yes, it was true. And he said that he had heard that there were Canadian truckers coming down to support the Texans, and they were already at the Oklahoma border. And he said, is there a border at Oklahoma? (laughs) Which is a valid question, because the Texans were guarding the border between Mexico and Texas. And what they were guarding was an actual fence, a border. But the border between Oklahoma and Texas is imaginary. It's visible on a map, but you would not know whether if you're walking exactly when you were in Oklahoma or in Texas. Well, there there is a Red River. There is that that goes between Oklahoma and Texas. And so that's a potential boundary, or at least an indicator that there's a boundary So a boundary is a distinction. In fact, no matter where you go, there's city boundaries and village boundaries and towns and and states and countries. And for the most part, they're just a line on a map. In many of our conversations, or at least the conversations I have with you, I make it a point to actually create and define distinctions so we can talk in more specifics about things that a lot of people consider just a part of the framework of being alive or being human. And by making a distinction or creating a distinction, we make it distinct in our experience of life. And in making it distinct, we can actually talk about it, potentially manipulate it, control it, or in some cases be able to avoid it. The idea that I really want to leave you with in bringing this quote to your awareness, is coming to the realization that virtually everything that we have a name for or we create a distinction for is a created event. New Year's Day is created. 
It's just another day on the calendar, but we create some significance around it. Your birthday, just another day. It isn't actually your birthday. Your birthday was many, many years ago, the day that you emerged from the womb. Every time you've celebrated it since then hasn't necessarily been your birthday. We've declared it an event every time that the sun goes around the earth during a certain time. That's your birthday. You celebrate another trip around the sun. Is it really that much different? I can remember turning from 17 to 18. Now that was significant because at the time I was allowed to drink. And my friends took me out to the bar and got me plastered on pitchers of beer. My glass was never ever empty. I was never ever so sick in my life. Good thing is, is I had the sense to never ever do that again. But then in the infinite wisdom of the government, they said 18 is not old enough to make that decision Yes, you can join the army. Yes, you can go away and die for your country, but you cannot have a glass of alcohol. You have to wait until you're 21. So they took that privilege of having an alcoholic drink away from me and then gave it back to me at 21. Now, at 21, I felt no different than I did when I was 18. Virtually no difference. So here I was 20, and then I was 21, and suddenly all these rights are now bestowed back on me. Now, as a hypnotist and someone that has been investigating trance states ever since I was 13, I have an internal reference for when I am in trance. It feels a particular way. I have a particular focus. And I know that I move in and out of trance all the time. And consciously and other than consciously. Consciously meaning by I sometimes do it on purpose. And then other times I just slip into it because it's a comfortable state. But because I'm familiar with it, but because I'm familiar with it and I've utilized it in various capacities, for me, it is a distinction that is separate from normal waking consciousness. But for most people, they move in and out of trance and they're not aware that they're in trance. You have your waking trance, your sleeping trance, your going to bed trance, your brushing your teeth trance, getting dressed trance. Eating your food, eating in the morning is a trance state. You have a particular process that usually is relegated to your other than conscious mind. You're not thinking about it consciously. When you get in the car, that's another trance state. Another set of behaviors that have been relegated to your other than conscious mind and you're not consciously in control. You're consciously engaged for the most part, but many times you go between here and there and you don't remember the trip. But your other than conscious mind is in full control, keeping you safe and, and taking care of things and making you aware consciously when you need to be consciously aware. And so you can trust that your other than conscious mind has your back and will keep you aware of anything significantly going on. I have to say that because some of you might be driving and I didn't necessarily mean to talk about this. And so I want you to be fully engaged and fully involved and completely aware of what you're doing. Thank you very much. But there are other parts of our life where we create distinctions and there is no physical representation of that distinction. It is a distinction in concept. It is a mental distinction. Even time, we have time pieces, but time in and of itself is a mental construct. It doesn't really exist in the world. It exists because we observe events. We try and keep track of events 
and we do so according to time, some arbitrary measurement that we created along the way to keep track of the passage of events. And so we've created past. We've created the past. We've created the future. These are distinctions. They're not real. So again, in the sky, there is no distinction of East and West. People create distinctions out of their own minds, then believe them to be true. So in reflection, ask yourself, what things do I believe are true that may not necessarily be real? And if you really want to go the extra mile on this, take a look at everything. Take a look at all the labels that you use, black, white, different races, different species. Are we all the same? Are we all interconnected? We create these distinctions. We're interconnected with all that is. And I just recently did a podcast episode on the distinction, your higher self, to make it distinct or to bring it into focus so you have access to it as a unique experience. The ego, the fragile ego, again, another distinction. Man, woman, people are saying that that, those lines are gray and they're creating new distinctions. In fact, many people can't even define what a woman is, which baffles me. I just recently saw a bumper sticker on a Ram truck, 4x4, four-wheel drive truck, and it had a sign on it that said, I identify as a Tesla. I thought that was hilarious. But if I draw this conversation back to self-identity, to the alignment of our self-concept, many of the words that we use to describe ourselves are distinctions that we have picked up along the way. They're not necessarily true, but we've called ourselves shy or reticent or outgoing, introverted. What does that mean? It's just identifying a set of behaviors. Does it mean you're that all the time? More often than not, not. We take a set of behaviors that you have a propensity for, or they might happen more often than not, and so you label yourself, this is who I am. I've, have, I've had clients that have labeled themselves clumsy. I've had people that have labeled themselves a failure. What does it mean to be a failure? Do you, does it mean like everything you try, that you're a failure? You can't get dressed right. You can't eat properly. You try and drink water and it goes all over the place. You just fail at everything. That's not true. There are exceptions to the rule but why do we pick the words, why do, we make, why do we pick the distinctions, the labels, that we do to describe who we are? You could literally create any distinction and live into it. I have proven that in my program called The Aligned Self. On a fundamental level, that process is creating distinctions in which you want to live by. And then you align your behavior with those new distinctions, those new set of values, guideposts, unifying principles. These are the organizing principles by which you live your life. And as long as you're living in alignment with what you declare, then that is authentic. That has integrity. Let me explain that a little further and create a distinction around what I mean, because I need to make that distinct in a way that it's understandable. If you were to take away everything that you know about yourself, all the different ways you validate yourself, your license, your family, your home, take away your thoughts, take away your beliefs, because these are just adopted along the way. If you take those all away and wipe them clean, at the center of your being, 
You are essentially nothing. There is nothing that is distinct about you. And so you could literally recreate yourself by creating new distinctions, new ways of describing yourself, and then aligning your behavior with those new declarations. So, my friend, through that process, you can literally recreate who you are. You get to choose who you are for the world, who you are for yourself. I'm hoping by now at the end of this conversation that you have an appreciation for just how you create your experience. Now, understandably, you've been given or gifted or have inherited a lot of these distinctions, but you get to choose whether or not you accept them or continue with them or perpetuate them. You have a say in the matter because you create everything. You create everything in your experience. You create your experience based on what you choose to pay attention to, what you choose to reinforce, what you choose to hold dear to you. You are at the center of the universe. So, until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel Danovi, urging you to follow your bliss. Live your life from inner signals. Be inner-directed as you engage in the epic adventure. <laughs>